1: in the studio and they'll be with us into the next hour as well folks from uh, southern baptist convention are uh, sitting in the studio with me nick is here uh they are doing a lot of work uh because of the floods i think you guys are like number two the red cross aren't you something like that somewhere in there very close a lot yes, of people there. that you're dealing with and you're and you're
2: you're a the folks that are with you here is? Yes, this is Randy. Randy is the director of disaster relief here in Arkansas. Randy, you've been on with me before, have you not?
3: It was back in the other station, I think. Yeah. You know,
1: that would go unnamed.
3: But anyway, <laughs> yeah.
1: That, just a joke. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked with you all before. Yes. Because you know, I have a lot of respect for you. I want to say one thing right out of the box. I am not happy with dim gas today. I'm not happy with them. Did you read the story about you guys today? I, Do you I know have, why I'm upset? No, sir. Okay. The story is about what you all are doing with people who are flood victims. How did they start the story off?
3: To be honest with you, I haven't read it.
1: Okay. You, you <laughs> may not want to read it, Randy.
3: <laughs>
1: you <laughs> may not want to read it. It started off by talking about the 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 sexual stuff. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. First, they had to mention that. Why? it's yeah. not even part of the story true you're going to have plenty look if you're in the media you're going to have plenty of time to bring it up okay right because the, the conventions when are they getting together they it now. starts tomorrow they're starting tomorrow yep. all right so you'll have plenty of time to see what they're gonna do all right <laughs> good grief i i mean seriously i'll be honest with you i threw the paper across my office when i read that first two sentences yeah. There's no reason to to even approach that stuff. You guys are doing good things. There's there's people right now are thanking the good Lord that you guys are are there. You know? Absolutely. And you're doing what the Lord asked you to do. True. No, so, you know, sit down and shut up, you know? <laughs> it grief irritates me. Uh so tell us, I mean, this is a, it's a slow moving natural disaster. Everybody keeps saying that, but it's true. Starting to recede a little bit now. I understand that up to the to out to the the west, they're they're getting the water out of their houses and stuff. Starting to get close to that here. Uh, Pine Bluff is hoping that he gets there fast. Right. And down at the bottom of all of this, there is that Pendleton. Is Pendleton that yes. that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long they're going to be underwater because the water from the Arkansas has nowhere to go. When it hits the Mississippi right now,
3: right? It's uh, it's a challenge. Uh, we're we're in Fort Smith. Uh, we've done some, uh, some some training up there, and we've had a tremendous turnout. And we've invited anybody that wanted to come by and learn how to properly, safely deal with this. And uh, the teams are out there today. We have four teams that are out in the in these areas, and uh, we're starting to see uh, a lot of a lot of results. Okay. So now up
1: there in Fort Smith, they're just starting to see the damage that this has
3: come with. True, it. there's uh, the flooding of a river is the worst that can be. The the stuff that's left after and when the water goes down, you, you're left with all the mud and the gunk that has to and get the smell, and, and it it doesn't smell well. No. And so uh, we've we you know we've lived through this in Pine Bluff. Uh, Over the last five or six years, this is the third time they've had some major uh, flooding. So uh, I hate to say this, but we have some expertise on on what to do on these events.
1: Okay. So with this in mind, I I was listening last night to the news, and I'm assuming that what they were telling me was true. (laughs) But it's, it's as if they're saying most people along the river do not have flood insurance. How are these people going to survive?
3: Well, uh, now that it has been declared a federal uh, uh, disaster, Mm -hmm. FEMA will be coming in and offering assistance to the property owners. So that's one avenue. Uh, Then there's uh, faith-based organizations like us. The church doing what it's supposed to do. Right. We go in there and uh, get with them and and, and help them as much as we can. Uh, Our organization, we do what we call recovery. We get their property to the point where they can start the rebuild process. Okay, uh, and that's uh, that's a that's a big uh, deal, but uh, it, it takes a lot of money to go back and you know replace the sheetrock and anything, mm-hmm. the floors and everything else that we take out because in a flood event you've got to get that stuff out of there. The black mold. I was in a home yesterday that uh, they only had eighteen inches of water in the home, but you've got black mold up six feet up the wall. Oh my lord! So all that's got to come out and so and sometimes it even grows up into the ceiling and it, whatever's that black mole's on we get rid of it so and you're telling me there's good possibility total
2: loss on some some of these homes yes yeah. yeah yeah at least on the interior it looks like almost a new house on the inside when the when the disaster relief team rolls out wow
1: we're gonna take a break when we come back we'll continue our discussion on this what's the number for people who want
2: to help um, they can visit our website, actually, abscdisasterrelief.org. All right. Keep that in mind. We'll be hey, back. Hey, Dave, I do Nick. want to
3: let people know they can sign up. They can go and find out at our website as well, Faith Talk or uh, 1011fmtheanswer.com.
1: That's all right. You can say Faith Talk too. It's, that's <laughs> it's our sister as well.
3: station. You know, I'm so used yeah. to saying that all day long. Yeah.
1: FM what is it what is
3: there 101.1 FM the answer.com there you go look for the big yellow shield right there and click on the banner and it'll take you to their website
1: all right Nick and Randy will be back with me in just a moment here on the Dave Ellswick show all right let's get into the second hour on a Monday here on the Dave Ellswick show Robert Steinbach will join with us sometime during this hour as well but folks Uh, from the arkansas baptist state conventions disaster relief agency is here andy garrett is the director of arkansas baptist state convention disaster relief can you get all that on your card most of it (laughs) (laughs) that's a long title a lot of abbreviations that's a long title and Nick is here. Nick, what's your last name? Nick Burt. All right. Well, it's good to have both of you here in the studio. If you heard us talking just here in the last few moments uh, at the end of last hour, you know we're going to talk about the flooding that's going on all the way down the Arkansas River here in the state of Arkansas. It they tell me it's a 500-year flood that we've endured, uh, listening to what Randy has said. Here in Pine Bluff, they've been having 500-year floods for the last, you know, five, five years. years. Yeah. So uh, they're they're tired of all of this extra water that, that we've been getting. Uh, as I went over the bridge today, I could tell that the flooding had gone down some because as I was coming on I-30 to get to 630 to get here to work, the traffic would slow. We'd go over the bridge real slow, and people would look out to look at the river. Now it's down. Now, pfft what's the big deal now yeah, right? look at right although that river is moving fast really really fast right now so uh they're telling everybody stay off the river don't get out there you were talking about you randy that you all go through and you get the houses you try to help to get the houses ready uh for new you know drywall and and all of that i mean what what do you see that a lot of other people never see when you guys are working.
3: Well, one thing that people don't realize, the black mold or the mold, they think it's mildew, they think this won't affect me. Uh it's uh a misconception. Uh, you, when we go into a home, the first thing we do is we put what we call a PPE, the personal protection equipment on. And the, basically it's an N95 mask. And what's an N95 mask? It's a mask that uh will Block 95% of the bad stuff that you breathe. All right. Uh, if you don't have that on when you go into home, all that stuff comes right down in your lungs. Next thing you know, you've got some type of respiratory issue, and then it just kind of multiplies. So that's that's we try to make sure that they, everybody does things uh, safely. The, the, the rebuild process will take care of itself, but you've got to get all that stuff out of there. We've seen people that uh, it's mama's old... Uh, Mattress or this this sofa was here uh, for the third generation. When that gets wet and gets moldy, there's not a whole lot you can do with it. It's not
1: to. any more generations.
3: No, that's sir. right. Yeah, you got to you got to get it out of there. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's talk about
1: some things people don't typically think about. What's in that water?
3: Everything. Uh, the guy that does our uh, Jimmy Blackford is our um, resident uh, trainer for, for flood relief. And he said it's kind of like if you go to Walmart and somebody has gone to the bathroom and there's all kind of sewer stuff and you stick your hand down in the commode, that's kind of what's running around in your house. So that kind of puts it uh, in perspective. So uh, uh, sewers back up, that river water comes in there. There's all kind of bacteria and everything in the world in that um, chemicals. Chemicals can be in there, especially we saw that a lot of times down in Texas around um, whenever the petroleum industry when they had the floods down there, all that that mess down was in Houston. the water and Houston. So uh anything and everything can be in that water.
1: Yeah, yeah. So here's the key: it's not something to mess around with. It can
3: not only make you ill, it can kill you. It can. uh we, try, we do all we can to protect our uh, volunteers. Uh, everybody wants to come out and help. And, you know, uh, we realized uh, several years ago uh, one thing that our volunteers were getting sick, and we couldn't figure out, well, we do all these things. We ask them to do this, this, and this, and they were still coming, you know, getting sick. Mm-hmm. And so we finally realized what they were doing. they went out of the home, it's hot and dirty and sweaty, and they reached their hand in an ice chest to pick up a glass of water or a bottle of water. Well, all that stuff's on their hands. It contaminates the ice in that ice chest, and people are getting sick. So that, it, that's just a minute uh, problem that we have. So if it gets makes you sick, put your hand in an ice chest. Can you imagine if you're living in this environment for any length of time?
1: Okay. I want to remind people that uh, here at 101.1 FM and 93.3 The Fish and all of our other sister stations, uh, if you go to our websites – Ours is 101.1 FM, theanswer.com. You can uh, volunteer. What's going to happen if people volunteer? Are they just going to get a call from you all and say, hey, we're going to have a training session on such and such a day or something?
3: Well, we do two different things. They can go to a training event, uh, and on our website, it shows where all we're doing our trainings. Uh, and the other thing, you can uh, uh, sign up, register to go help people. And what we do, uh, you come to, uh, say, for instance, this week, you're available. You go to our website, and it's abscdisasterrelief.org, and we will uh, take your information. We will call you. We'll give you some, uh, say we're going to be at, a X number, at this church on Tuesday, come out, and what we'll do, the first thing we'll do, we'll uh, go through a very quick overview of the safety, and then we provide you with those safety items and then when you go out, we send you out, not by yourself. We have somebody that's been trained to do this properly that goes out with those teams so that you're, just out, you're not out there and don't know what to do.
1: Okay. So explain some of the things that you you might be asked to, to do.
3: Well, the first thing we do when we go to a home is uh, remove all the personal property of the, of the folks. Uh, we have to get that stuff out of there. Um, and we ask the property owner. Uh, it, it, this is their, you know, this is all they've got left, mm-hmm. and so we're very. Uh, we know that, so we're not just coming and saying this. All this, we don't call it junk. You know, we go in there and, and visit with the property owner and say, this has to come out. This has to come out. And if a property owner insists that something stays, it's their, it's their uh, belongings. It, it stays. Okay. Uh, but, but normally, we get all that, all that uh, personal property out of there. And then we start the process of uh, removing the contaminated walls and floors. Uh, we have uh, like on drywall, sheetrock. Um, if it has insulation behind the drywall, uh, that insulation will soak up that old, messy. I can water, only imagine, how and much it, it just keeps going up. up. And sometimes we've seen it up in the ceiling, and it the, the moisture, the, the water bleeds through the sheetrock, and that's where you start seeing the the black mold growing on the outside. And you can actually go in there, David, you can take a picture today of the black mold and go back at the same time tomorrow and see how much more it's grown. And especially here in Arkansas in these humid environments, I mean, it just – it really gets after it. And something about Fort Smith, where it's at on the river up there, it's hot and humid in Fort Smith all the time. So um, we're seeing a lot of that up there. And so we go in there and we move all the contaminated surfaces, the flooring – We even have to go in there and remove the cabinets because the cabinets are attached to, what, a drywall, right? Right. And so that's gotten wet. And uh, so we have to remove all that, uh, everything out of the kitchen. Um, And then we have a product called Shockwave. Shockwave is made from a company. uh, The company that makes it is called Fiberlock. Great, great relationship with them. When we buy a gallon, they normally give us one or more gallons free. Good. And so we spray that chemical um, and get everything pristine well first of all we take a power washer and we we pressurize and wash everything out of there and then we apply the shock wave and then it's critical that they wait until it's about eight or nine percent uh the, the the moisture content of the home uh before they start the process of rebuilding okay so
1: we've been talking about the water and what's left the mud and everything else that's behind and that's what you're power washing out of the homes Correct, and stuff yeah. how many critters
3: do you run into oh you, well i've had experiences with just about everything you know the snakes uh uh i have, i didn't see the alligator but supposedly there was an alligator down in, in pine bluff oh wow time. yeah so uh if they're in there if they've ever if they're in the if they've been in the river they get in the house um we uh, years ago uh, had uh, the flooding in Pine Bluff, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a, a group that came in from Alabama. And this one old guy he he didn't he wasn't scared of anything. So we were in a home <laughs> cleaning it out. And Famous the, last words. Yeah, in the corner there was something wiggling around in the corner of this home. Down an old mucky dirt and everything and so he just reached down there and picked it up mm-hmm. and it was what it, it, was, it was a real water. it was a water boxing. oh my god because you know most folks say well if it's a snake it's a water boxing or a rattlesnake yeah yeah but this this was a really a water boxing, and uh he said oh look at this you know and just uh but, luckily he had it evidently head in it well you know there's something about those alabamans i don't know what they, just
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> they play football pretty good well they that's, true. Give that's credit. true yeah yeah so uh but anyway you you would the spiders and everything else is in, in that stuff so yeah.
1: That's a problem I'd have. Yeah. Spiders hate yeah. spiders. Yeah. All right. So let's take a break. We'll come back and talk more and Nick is going to talk too. I promise you. Randy won't be the only one to talk to the time. That we're on. We got more coming your way here on the Dave Elswick Show. Remember go to our website 101.1fm com, and you can sign up to help Uh, They need as many helping hands as possible. Uh, As you can probably imagine, this is a huge, huge disaster, and it's going to take a long time to get things fixed. So uh, if you can spare some time, uh, 101.1FM, com. All right, back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Randy's here. Nick's here. They are with the Arkansas Baptist State Convention's Disaster Relief Agency, and the agency is working hard to help people that have been affected uh, by the flood that we've uh, had going on for the last couple of weeks here in, in the state. I couldn't believe when I heard out at Fort Smith, that bridge that comes in from Oklahoma, that it was almost right. over that bridge. Yeah, That's incredible, and that it was up, up towards... Uh, to the, to About the 40 the, well the museum and everything yeah, there in yeah. fort smith it's almost up there to the gallows and everything i'm like my oh, lord that's a long way up
3: i was over there for a meeting when all this was going down and uh we were in the meeting and they said anybody that needs to get out of town uh you better if you're going by 540 you be, need to get on the highway now because within an hour they're going to shut it down and so when i drove back over the bridge uh, water was lapping up on the, the roadbed on, uh, on 540 yeah. on we got to Fort Smith. Yeah, I was
1: talking to uh, J.R. Davis. He was out there with the governor when they they were having the, one of their big you know press conferences. Right. He says it's an unnerving feeling to stand on that bridge, and the water is that close to coming over top exactly. of it. Exactly. You can almost feel like you can reach down and touch it. It's yeah. It's that close, yeah. And he said it was high, real, 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 real high yeah here well anyway there's a lot of good things that the water didn't touch, but there's a lot of things that that water is over top of now, right a lot of good restaurants and stuff that right. are in the water now. How many people do you all have working? Nick, can you talk to
2: that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um well there are um there's, there's several hundred trained volunteers in Arkansas trained in flood recovery. Um and those are the ones that Randy was talking about taking out um volunteers we're recruiting. Um mm-hmm. the the damage is just so great that our uh, our Arkansas disaster relief volunteers could not handle the workload. Um that's why we're recruiting volunteers um to to come on one-day deployments, multi-day, um whatever they're able to do. Um, and so there, um, there's several hundred in Arkansas who are trained to do that, and we're um, we're seeing a lot more come in um, each day that are that are going out to uh, to work on flood recovery.
1: I've heard that through our efforts here on the, the radio stations, you all getting a lot of calls and things of that sure. nature. How how long is this recovery, Randy? You've seen a lot of this. How long is it going to take this time? Three months is what I'm guesstimating months only three months only three months that's now, a, that's amazing in another. of well itself. that's the
3: three months that we get in there and do the recovery efforts. oh okay. then, but then for folks to rebuild and things like that it's going to take years yeah okay yeah uh, normally under normal conditions Dave what we do we're part of uh the Arkansas Baptist State Convention there's 42 conventions around the country mm-hmm. when something happens If I can't handle it in the state of Arkansas, I'll start reaching out to Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, the states around me. Well, the other states are in the same kind of bind we're in. You know, our brother up in uh, Oklahoma, God bless them, they're sending all this water down here to us. And so uh, they're dealing with a mess. And then every time you – today even, there's probably some tornadoes in Texas. That's just – you know, we've had more tornadoes here recently Mm -hmm. than, than normal. So all the other states that that joined us are out there, you know, doing their own things. So uh, we can't really pull in the number of folks that we normally do. And so that's the reason we decided that we'd go and start our, all of our churches and ask them for volunteers to come in. And it's not – they don't have to be from our church. If somebody wants to come help, come on.
1: Okay, yeah, it's it's really amazing. People don't realize that the headwaters for the Arkansas River starts in Colorado. Exactly, yeah. And, the Royal that, you know, yeah. guess what? The – that snow melt is still melting exactly and yeah and still dumping water into the arkansas river i mean are we looking for the arkansas river to be up for most of this
3: year i think so when the snow melt continues to come down uh, through uh nebraska see we spent uh, uh six or seven weeks in nebraska you know the terrible flooding that yeah they had a ton and so we stayed up there and, and was helping those guys uh and all that mess that the that was just a quirk that happened with all the snow and ice on the ground mm-hmm. and they had three or four inches of rain that just you know it just went went uh, everything flooded
1: and talk to uh, north dakota about that that's yeah, really all really. about it. Right.
3: <laughs> but all the flooding up there they had never received any uh of the snowmelt yet they kept saying we'll just wait the snowmelt gets down here so
1: not going to be good no, no. not going to be good and and so you're saying now you said
3: three, month, three months to do what? To be able to get in and start working? No, I'm saying three months for us to go into the homes and help folks get all their belongings out, get them cleaned up, and then get them to the point where they can actually start the rebuild process.
1: Man, you're talking a lot of lift in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three months, that's every day. How many hours? Uh, It's about 12-hour days. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. You start about six and go to six? Well, we get about seven. About, about seven to yeah, seven? Yeah, yeah.
1: Jeez,
3: and we're looking for a few good men, so I'm going to recruit you, when we get
1: through this. Okay, so what do you, what uh, the guys that stay, do they bring their their campers and things to where you? No, all we around? stay
3: in churches primarily. Uh, uh, we're blessed in, in Arkansas. Uh, if we don't have a Southern Baptist church in every corner, we've got one in every other corner. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, we go into those areas that are affected, and we uh, talk to the local churches and ask them if they you know open up their doors and uh, let us stay there, our volunteers stay there, and work out of their church. And I, to be honest with you, I've never been turned down. So, that's good. It's yeah. the way it should be. Yeah.
1: You know, it's, But you know, do you look at this sometimes, I ask both of you the same question, you look at this and you go, how in good heavens do we do this? Right.
3: I tell you what, uh, here in Arkansas, we get through it. It's a neighbor helping neighbor. I'll give you a case in point. Whenever there's a tornado mm-hmm. and we go out, we have what we call our assessment teams. And when we go out with assessment teams, we have chaplains to go out with them. Right. But anyway, the chaplain team goes out and the assessors, and they determine what we need to do to help the, the property owner. And we'll tell them, okay, in two or three days we're going to be back, and we're going to you know, get the tree off your home and whatever needs to be done. Well, a team will come back out there, and it's already done. And we'll say, well, who did this? And they'll say, well, mm-hmm. the neighbors came over here. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I make always tell everybody in state of Arkansas, people are born with two things: uh, a pickup truck and a chainsaw. Oh, that and that is good when you get prone to tornadoes. Yeah, yeah. So it's neighbor helping neighbor. It's it, it's not. Um, it's it, it's just it's it. I'm humbled to be honest with you to see how people band together and help. Every, case in point, all. All these sandbags, they were put up and down the river. People were out there laboring, doing all the sandbags. People were pulling off the street in Conway, Arkansas, walking up, because we were feeding some up, and they said, can we help you? What can we do to help? Now, where do you see that?
1: Yeah, we had—we uh, were talking to a uh, volunteer fire department uh, up there by, uh, not, uh, I want to say Profold, and that's not it, uh, the place where you can buy the Really good uh, fudge up there, pickle step, yeah. yeah. and they were ma- they were doing yeah uh, a lot. I mean thousands, tens of thousands yes. of ba- yeah. sandbags up there. I
3: didn't realize there was that many sandbags around. <laughs> I don't know where yeah. they keep them, but uh, we, they, as far as I know, they never ran out. So, but uh, uh, they ran out some. They ran out of sand in some some places. But uh,
1: yeah, and if you don't think the good Lord don't watch out, go to Conway and take a look at that levee. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good yeah. how that all worked out. Because yeah. if that levee had gone, bad, bad, bad things would have happened. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. sure would have. They, they said they only had four foot left. Is that right? Had you seen it?
3: I saw some pictures this morning, and they said the river has gone down now, that there's not any more erosion going mm-hmm. on. But right. it, it yes, it Yes, yeah. the integrity of it was, was down to just probably it looked 20% really of bad. that. It
2: looked really bad. Yeah.
1: So now they're going to come in. You dump upon dump upon dump and put all that back they're going to do they're going to rebuild that all right let's take a break for the news when we come back we'll talk more with our guests nick and randy here on the dave ellswick show all right in the studio with us now we've got our, fo- our folks from the uh the baptist convention and robert steinbach has made his way into the studio as well and uh robert we're talking about repairing all of this stuff that's been put into disrepair because of the uh the flood along the arkansas river it's going to take a long time to get it back together they say it's going to take years to recover from it
0: i'm sure that's right uh, i told you i can see a piece of it from my house and it's dramatic M- much of the um i can see a, a good portion of burns park underwater yeah I can see a portion of it. A good portion of which is underwater.
1: Okay. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I followed you. Yeah. I,
2: I don't. You, I, I you may be the only one though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're talking to Nick and we're talking to Randy and we're we're trying to to get a kind of an overview of this. How much have have you all seen? Have you have you been from Fort Smith all the way down the river and and checked it all out?
3: The only, I have not been to Pendleton. I've been every place, uh, all the way from Fort Smith, all the way down to uh, Pine Bluff. And okay. The normal places that are, are going to flood, uh, traditionally, are flooded. Flooded. And then a lot of places around in Fort Smith, Van Buren area that have never flooded, flooded. Uh, even seen some of the areas down in Pine Bluff that had never flooded before are flooded. So um, the the water went down a lot quicker than they thought. Uh the information that I was receiving was once the river crested in a certain locality, it may take up to two weeks for it to, to, to drain down. Wow, that would have been bad. Yeah. And fortunately, that, that's not holding it. it. It's dropping pretty pretty uh, pretty fast right now. Uh, I want to tell you something that somebody from Oklahoma told me the other day. This just kind of puts it in perspective. There's a dam north of Tulsa called the Keystone Dam. And um, it was water was going over the dam. Right. Right. Two hundred and seventy-five thousand cubic feet per second, mm-hmm. and I say, okay, that's a lot of water, right? Okay, but Niagara Falls, right? In one second, uh, the the water that was going over the dam at Keystone was twice what goes on over the falls in one second. Yeah, and so put that, you know, that, that puts it in perspective. You say, okay, wow. I heard that if you stand along the Arkansas
1: River as it rushes back past us. That's 21 times what goes over
3: Niagara yeah, Falls in yeah. a second. 21 times. It's just amazing, you know. Uh, just that, no roar with it, okay? Well, uh, speaking of roaring, uh, uh, Bob Harper, uh, who I work with at the convention, was telling me that his, uh, uh, I think his uh, brother-in-law was telling him that he could actually hear the roar of the river, that, uh, of the water going to past it. Yeah,
1: so, I can imagine that yeah, would be
3: the case. Yeah. I think you could probably ski out there just about without a boat. Yeah, stay off the boat out yeah, on the river right, right now. You and don't right want to be out there. You don't need to be out in the river. No. no. In no. fact, I heard this morning that uh, they had to do some uh, rescues on the Buffalo River. That water came up. The folks were camping on the Buffalo River this weekend, and the water got up. So they had to, there was about several uh, folks that had to you know do a uh, water rescue off the river. Wow. Yeah. I can, Yeah, this year would be a good year, I guess, for the
1: canoeist up there. There'll i be, think you'll go to in here in
3: about three hours <laughs>
1: <laughs> they'll be they'll be renting canoes up there for most of the summer that's probably. Right, yeah. not if they will get dry this year that's true it may not happen okay so let's talk about people helping how many people can you guys handle
3: i don't know what that number is because i i'll take anybody that wants to come help seriously okay yeah i don't i've never reached that point so uh i've got a place if somebody wants to help i've got a place for them yes.
1: all right right now where's the major point of emphasis is it between fort smith and i don't know dardanelle or whatever
3: well i think as we go down river right now we're only operational in the fort smith van buren area okay and then by, by next weekend this coming up weekend we'll be operational in conway and little rock uh and uh and then we'll be moving, of course, down into Pine Bluff and then probably Pendleton it's all said and done. So uh, I don't know if there's any more. If, I think Pine Bluff is going to be more uh, of a trouble spot that, that needs to help more so than other areas because there's just so much devastation down there.
1: Okay, so with all this furniture and all the dry uh, wall and everything that you're going to be tearing out and 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 throwing away,
3: right? where do you throw it all away at? Well, uh, each county is, is unique. Uh, we go to the Office of Emergency Management in that county, and they tell us how how they want us to dispose of the of the debris. Uh, sometimes they say take it all the curb, no matter what. It can be intermingled. Other times, uh, some counties want us to put in a dumpster. Uh, there's not enough dumpsters. for. I just was just yeah. going to say, there's not dump- dumpsters. Right. So uh, a lot of times we, we take it to the street, uh, sometimes we have to sec, uh, separate it we put the, uh, the wood type products the metals together and then of course the one thing that everybody's always concerned about is um, chemicals and they say well i don't have any chemicals well do you got motor oil in your house you got you know you got paint mm-hmm. so uh, they, a lot of times they want us to separate that
1: all right they want you to separate that if you get one of the big green things from what is it waste management yeah, you throw stuff. Out. They don't want any paint or anything, like unless right. you pour that stuff in the paint that makes it become like concrete or right. whatever. Right, that's all they want you to do. So, how long are you guys ready to, you know, be be helping on this? I mean, are we looking months for you guys.
3: Yep. What we do is we may not be the very first one in, but we're always the last one out. That's just our motto. And uh, when the yellow shirts show up and uh, they know who we are, we've been doing this for over fifty years. I uh, hate to say this, but it started in Texas, and uh, that's all right. Uh, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. Good things come out
0: of Texas. Yeah. Some,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it started over there, and it's grown uh, nationwide. There's about sixty-five thousand of us that are trained.
1: I mean, that's hands and feet to Jesus. That's I mean, right. That's what that's all that's what about. That's right. This is
2: what the this is what the church is called upon right. to do. That's that's what's unique about Arkansas Baptist Disaster Relief and Southern Baptist Disaster Relief is that not only are they doing the relief work in the homes and and providing physical needs for the people while they're there, chaplains are meeting with the families, they're ministering to them, they're they're counseling them, they're sharing the gospel with them. Um, and and speaking of the Nebraska flood and, and Iowa, there um, there were over fifty people that that. Uh, were saved from that flooding from arkansas Mm -hmm. connections so we're expecting to see that in in arkansas as well i
1: know you're saying but there's so much you know disaster here yeah but it's not just a physical thing it's a spiritual thing as well yeah you know keep that in mind says here in this article uh, that i i won't read the rest of it i'll just read this one part here from francisca jones and she says in one uh, sentence she says uh, well, this is you, uh, Randy. The agency is the only place where some residents can find aid after a disaster event. True. What does a person need to do? Just call you guys, or
3: what? You need to go online. Yeah. dot org org and uh, it's very simple. The front first page of the website. I'll let Nick uh, address that because he's he's the guy that puts all that stuff.
1: He's the guy, puts the IT guy. Huh? Yeah, well. yep. okay. On the
2: website, there is a button right at the top. Um, they can request assistance. There's, there'll be a, a form that pops up. They fill in that information, and then um, the, the disaster relief team and the assessors will be in contact to start that process.
1: All right. now, Randy, you've been how long have you been doing this? Since Katrina. Okay.
3: I yeah. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not a pastor or anything. I'm a lay guy, and yeah. uh, I just. Uh, You're a pastor. Everybody's a pastor, right? I guess so. Yeah, and so uh, I go to Church of Rock Creek here oh, okay. in Little Rock, and uh, six of us with three chainsaws with no safety equipment got in a van and went to went to to Louisiana. Wow. And we, the Lord does take care of stupid people, <laughs> because we got down there and we. We did some really crazy, crazy stuff, and so we came back and decided, "Well, if we're going to do this, we need to do it right." So that's when we got connected with the convention, got the training, um, and then um, I was in charge of the, the uh, our unit for for quite some time, and then uh, here I am. You know, just I'm just I'm uh, I'm just glad that uh, I was given the opportunity to do this because I love it. I, I really do.
1: Okay, so you talked about if you're any other denomination or whatever come on and right. work does not does this bring some of the good things out of denominationalism
2: to do, do people tend to come together and and start doing sure. some work together yeah yeah absolutely we see we see such unity behind disaster relief everybody wants to get involved and uh, and like I said be the hands and feet of jesus okay well that that's
1: that gives me hope sometimes that's not the case you'd hope that everybody would pull together but that's not the case so randy with all the years that you've got in now what are some things you would like to see happen i mean is there an overview for disasters that you say you know we need some you know help here or people need to work this way
3: a lot you know one thing uh dave uh when a disaster occurs a lot of times there's a second disaster and i say what are you talking about well People want to help, and the things they think they can help him with by donating clothing mm. or water or things of that nature, uh, we, you know, water, it, it, we're in a flood, but I can assure you we don't need any water, because okay. uh, the Walmarts and everybody else donate. The donate food. water, yeah. yeah. Uh, but clothing, people say, well, they need clothing. No. Well. It, it's 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 unbelievable the mountains of clothing that gets donated and we have to do something with that so we're asking please don't, don't do anything so if you really want to help us uh, financially uh, would be the best way and that way we know what to buy and how to buy it uh, and it works it just works for us.
1: It's hard for people to understand I always bring this up what you're talking yep. about because for every dollar donated a non-profit group can turn that into five to six dollars exactly yeah because you've got all the different people that you work with, and and they cut you guys deals and things right. of that nature, right? So if they want to give money, all right, Nick, mm-hmm. you're the uh, you're the IT guy.
2: <laughs> How do they give that money? That's on the website as well. There is okay. a uh, uh, on on y'all's website banner or on our website. They can get there um, and just hit the donate button, um, and they can they can give by uh, a debit card, credit card, um, any amount they they would choose to do. All right remember 1011fmtheanswer.com
1: 1, you can sign up to help uh again what are they what should they expect they sign up to help you want to get a call is that what's going to happen
3: yeah. yes sir get a call and then uh well if, wherever they're at fort smith pine bluff we'll get them with a the team and get them out working
1: all right so you were you're always wondering what it's like to be called You'll find out. That's right. That's the way it works. Yes, sir. Guys, thanks for coming in. Thanks for I appreciate for having you us having on. here. All right, let's take a break. When we come back. Robert and I will begin. There's a university that's going to have to pay a baker millions of dollars because they said he was racially insensitive, and it was all BS. That's coming up next. Yes, go ahead. You going to say something?
0: I was just going to say, Dave, but we, we've never heard stories like that before, have we? No, never. Yeah. Never. The, the, that the left are the intolerant? Really? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, we'll talk about it when we get back here on the Dave Ellswick Show.